on a hot summer day during summer 2020, a serious incident occurred. It is not known how it started or why it happened. The following broadcast chronicles the slow descent into a hysteria that is known as nostalgia. This is what happens when nostalgia strikes. So what are you playing right here? This is GTA 3. Okay. The best GTA ever. Why? Because what any... makes it so good and better about everything else? Because if anybody says otherwise, they're wrong. Okay. Um, for a start, it's the first 3D GTA. Right. So for a start, there's bonus points right there. Yes. Secondly, it doesn't have all of that annoying bullshit. You know, I don't have hundreds of thousands of side missions and random things to do to the point at which no one in their right mind is going to finish it. Right. Plus, it's got the right level of silly cartoon vibes without being too realistic. Okay. Plus, my criticism of GTA, was it 4 or 5? It was definitely one of those. Don't be turning down Flashback FM. <laughs> was that you'd have to drive halfway across a colossal map, you'd spend so long queuing across a colossal map to start a mission and fail it, and then have to restart the entire thing. Like, you're probably going to turn a GTA 5 that's no longer a problem, but I wouldn't fucking know. Um, whereas in this, if I die on a mission, I can literally just restart and beat to the mission in, like, 30 seconds, regardless of which island I'm on. It's just more fun. In comparison with the other GTAs on the same generation then, so Vice City and San Andreas, what stands out more to you about this one than say San Andreas does, even though San Andreas is technically the newer game and has the more technological advancements, why is this one better? San Andreas had a lot of bloat. Right. There's just so much going on with it, where you could have your character to train them to be fitter, fatter, uh, even I think with driving, which I think was something they introduced in my seat, you had to drive more to build up your driving ability. Yeah. So you didn't even get like pick up and play nonsense with it. Right. Which I just found, I don't mind in some games, but in a GTA game, I just want to be able to pick it up and hit this guy with a baseball bat. <laughs> that's that's. I think he's dead. I think he uh, killed him. No, he's just unconscious. <laughs> and not have to worry about all sorts of nonsense. I just think it's more enjoyable. Okay. Yeah, and Vice City. I just didn't get on with Vice City at all. I, there was something wrong about it. I don't know whether it was the way it controlled or the colour scheme where it was so bright. Yeah. But I like the 80s, I've been there, um, <laughs> I like the music, but there was just something about it that just wasn't, didn't sit quite right. See now I've got, see I, I would agree with you that this one is the best one, but I do have a soft spot now for Vice City because I recently, well I say recently, a couple of years ago I bought it on the PS4 store. Right. Why? Because... 
peer pressure, shall we say, or well, they're itching it's compared it's compared with GTA 3. Do you know what? Actually, the more I've played it, the more I've got into it. Where it has a real sort of, I do like the vibe it has. Obviously, I know the color palette of it is really quite 80s and stuff. And obviously, I know it had the addition of motorbikes, which obviously interests me a bit more. Uh, I don't miss motorbikes as such. And but again, what you told me there is you had to play it quite a bit to get into it. Whereas in this, you can literally pick it up, as I've just done. Play it from the very beginning as I've just done, and I'm already set for the evening. Pretty much, yeah. Strong. So this chap you're playing as called here, yeah. What makes him better than say the protagonist of say like I say Vice City, where it's Tommy Vassetti or someone like what's his face in San Andreas? I forget his name now. Well, two simple reasons for that. The first one is that I think he's got cool cargo trousers on. <laughs> yeah, it's very late 90s, early 2000s look. Yeah. Secondly, which will be a reason why a lot of people prefer the other ones, is because he's a mute. I'm able to put myself, project myself onto him right. without him saying things or doing things or having a personality, whereas in this, he is my avatar. If I don't want to run over red traffic lights or do such or such or sound a certain way, as far as I'm concerned, it's Claude, it's me. Whereas if I play in San Andreas, for example, CJ's quite characterised, has his own personality and that. It's not quite in fitting with, like, doesn't mean, it's not immediately applicable to me. Okay. No, especially where they're saying, oh, that's all set in a ghetto. Um, and has that whole sort of gang culture thing. Doesn't mean nothing to me, whereas on this one, you're just a random dude. He just starts doing missions. That works for me. Okay. I can understand that. That's, yeah. that's again a fair some, point. Some people would be saying, oh, but he's got no personality. I'm like, well, that's the whole point. I'm able to project onto him. You can project onto him, yeah. he is and you, or you are him. Yeah, like, whereas in some games, for example, you want a character that's full developed, say like Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Yeah. You want a fully developed character, you don't want a new character. But where this is a sandbox open world game, to a degree, yeah. and you can do anything in any order you want, or behave in any manner in which you sort of choose, why would I want a character that has a personality? I want the character to be me. I'm playing as me, making the decisions in my manner. So did you ever play any of the other games before trying this one? Did you ever try, say, GTA 2 or GTA 1, or even Grand Theft Auto on, say, the Game Boy? Because there is a couple on the Game Boy. Uh, no, uh, we had, as you'll probably remember, the PlayStation 1 demo disc of the official PlayStation magazine. Who remembers those days? Mm. That actually had I believe it was Grand Theft Auto 1 as a demo, to play, a playable demo rather than a video demo. Yeah. And you just got to drive around the city, but I think the game had like a 10 minute in-game timer and after the 10 minutes the demo ends. Yeah. I vaguely recall that. Um, it was fun, but my lord did that control like shit because it was bird's eye view, 2D, and, you, and I think on the PlayStation you now doing it that you had to tap 
either the shoulder buttons to point your character in a direction and another button to get them to run, move forward in that direction. So you're like aiming them like with yeah, didn't you have to hold them to, yeah, to walk forwards and yeah, things, yeah. It was so terrible. Fun, but terrible because it controls so poorly. Whereas if I'd played on PC, point and click, with mouse and keyboard, I would have been away. Yeah. The other games I played, like I played Grand Theft Auto 4 quite a bit. Yeah. With, um, what's his name? Trevor? Not Trevor. No, that's, that's the nut from Fine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking the Russian guy. Oh, Nico Bellic. Yeah. It's Nico. Nico. Do you want to go bowling? <laughs> Do you want to go prowling, cousin? That's right, yeah. yeah. Nico, that's right. Yeah. I played that quite a lot because I was determined to like it. You know, I'm like, this is the first next-gen Grand Theft Auto, because that was PS3 initially, and it was huge. And, again, that had the same problems that San Andreas had, to my mind, except more. Right. I just couldn't, couldn't get into it. I put a lot of time into it to like it, and I just didn't. Couldn't. Just couldn't do it. That's fair. Just couldn't like it. Get out of the way! <laughs> you shouldn't be driving on that side of the road. Well, this is England, isn't it? No. And yes, I do have all the cheats memorised for... Of course you do. It's weapons, ammos, and armour. Yeah, muscle memory after all these years. When I play Vice City now, a lot of the codes are the same from this into Vice City. Oh, they actually? Yeah, and I know obviously you get three sets of weapons, I believe, on GTA Vice City. So I think possibly the health cheat unlocks one set of weapons, the armor cheat unlocks a different set, and stuff like that. But a lot of them do carry over, which is obviously quite handy. Oh, my pager! Pistol is now in stock at Ammunition. Who remembers pages? This is just a nostalgia session. <laughs> Anyone remember pages? Remember pages? Remember the 90s? Remember the early 2000s? I remember the 90s. I remember. Stuff I'm... was baggy. I remember. Clothes were so baggy in the 90s. <laughs> Get out the way. I'm on a mission. So you say you like GTA 3. Is that... Why, per se, you wouldn't necessarily get on with a game like Red Dead Revolver or even, say, Bully, which also came out on the PS2. So, so Red Dead Revolver actually did originally uh, as well. I never played them on PS2, with exception of Bully, or Canis Kano Medic, because this is England, for fuck's sake. I played the new Red Dead Redemption 2 on PlayStation 4. I don't own it, but I played it around a friend's. And again, I played it for about an hour, just travelling across the map to start a fucking mission. Did I enjoy the game? Did I bollocks? But graphically it was great, and the horse control great. But all I was doing was travelling across a huge map to start a mission, to then find... I failed the mission because I hadn't picked up any of the fucking buttons because I just spent an hour riding across the map. And it's like, oh, well, why don't we go to the camp and check out the camp? So I go all the way back to the fucking camp and it's just a fucking camp. 
did not enjoy that at all. No. Whereas Boogie, I quite enjoyed. Because it's a smaller game. It's set in a school. The school's probably about the size of one of these islands in GTA 3. Realistically, feasibly, just about. I like that it's in a school and you just play in a fuck that looks like you. What it looked like you at the time, didn't it? Yeah, so would have been. 2008. Uh, may as well have been, for all intents and purposes. Yes. yes. He was a short, squat, ginger headed, bald, fuck type looking boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I will admit. Yeah, he, had a, he had a vibe of uh, regular size Rudy from Bob's Burgers or. Bobby Hill from King of the Hill, shall we say. <laughs> Propane. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I played that a little bit. Um, I don't own it. I still have the PS2 disc, which is actually yours. I think maybe at that time as well, Harry Potter games were still quite big, so when you're in school building, like, stink bombs and stuff, you're like, why couldn't Harry Potter do this? <laughs> Plus, it also had you... Went over the went over the goths, went over the jocks, um, the greasers. I, I just thought that was an interesting mechanic, and one day we'll get a sequel to it, and I won't like it because it'll be too big. <laughs> oh, so my last thing is the PS2 was quite notable as well for around this time. A lot of GTA clones, so think of True Crime Streets of LA. I had like that, that on PS2 and I finished and played that to a stupid degree, and my lord was that terrible in hindsight. Um, but yet you still finished it? Well, why wouldn't you? If you, if you got it and owned it, you're playing it and you're like, well, it's not the greatest game, but it's enjoyable enough, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you play and finish it? That's fair. Especially as those were the days when I foolishly traded stuff in. <laughs> Fucking game station game in the UK. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it be great if you trade in your old games? Towards the price of new games. Oh yeah, it's great for you, but now that I'm 10, 15, 20 years down the line, I'm cool, I wouldn't mind playing that. Can I fucking play that? No! Because <laughs> that game now to buy is some obscene amount and unattainable to me. Because I don't believe in eBay. Fuck you, eBay. <laughs> I believe in eBay because you can get a good deal here and there. Yeah, but intermittently. Oh yeah, totally intermittently. Oh, I, I, I just, nah, just like, uh, nah, not happening. Plus, I think this, arguably, as much as I hate music, I think this game's got better music. Really? Rise right, FM. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's electronic dance music. Flashback FM. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. She's on fire. She is on fire. And Chatterbox FM with Laszlo, who I believe they even brought back in later games. They did, yes. Um, which tells you how great he was. I'll put a card on his card, just, just for... Um, Context sake, yes. Well, no, just for safety reasons. Oh, of course. I'm not repairing this car, fuck Nostalgia! So even... Even say V-Rock of Vice City, that wouldn't even take any boxes for you, even though that's essentially 
our quote-unquote chosen genre of choice, even with all of the Guns and Roses and all the classic rock on that. I think there's even Death Leopard on it. I have my telephone because my iPod died, my poor iPod, with all of our music and so much more that I can listen to at any time. But can I listen to Flashback FM at any time? No, I guess not. No, only when I'm playing this, which is surprisingly frequently recently. <laughs> so, why are you playing Crash Bandicoot? Because I love this stupid little marsupial. He is one of the very first video games that I actually ever played. In a 3D format, anyway. I was going to say, surely not, because um, Master System. I mean, Sonic. Yeah. Of course, yeah, Sonic will always be pretty much the very first video game I ever played, and I still have a lot of love for that stupid little cool hedgehog chap. But 3D wise, this was the game that introduced me to a whole realm of possibility within, obviously, the 3D landscape for the time. There's just something about it that's just kind of, you can pick it up and you can play it. You don't have to necessarily, you know, have all of the upgrades, unlocks and things like that. You can just go to it and you can go, yeah, I'm a stupid little orange bandicoot marsupial. Um, there's a whole load of challenges within. Not only is it kind of the the platforming element, which is tricky in its own right if you don't know what you're doing, but also as well you've got the added bonus on top of trying to get the gems for smashing every single box in the level. Without dying. Without dying, for the original one anyway. Mm. In comparison with... The, the recently released Insane Trilogy where it doesn't matter if you die, you just have to hit all the boxes. Well, so this game you can't save unless you have all the corner tokens. No, you can't. Or if you get yourself a gem. Can you save when you get a gem? If you get a gem, you can save it. But it won't save your level progress, it'll only save that you've got a gem on that level. And now you know. Didn't know that you could save it from gems. Oh yeah, now you know. I don't think I ever got gems on this. Well, I managed to get a couple of them when I was much younger, but I don't think I ever managed to get many. Definitely never was able to get coloured gems because... Oh dear. Yeah. Because that, that would be an impossible task on on the PlayStation, on the original PlayStation anyway. But this is just one of those where you can just pick it up and you can, you know, it's bright, it's colourful, it's, you know, and a lot going on for it at the time, arguably it still does, with kind of character designs, you know, with Aku Aku mask and obviously the look of Crash himself, you know, it's, it's pretty original. When you think at the time when this came out in around 95, 96, his main kind of rival being that stupid plumber who's looked the same for about uh, 20, 20, 30 years at this point. Not to mention it just controls so well. Yeah, it does control so well. This, this doesn't feel like it's aged a bit. 
all right, the graphics aren't, you know, they're not as good as they once were. Who needs graphics? But honestly, the gameplay is still fluid and it's still solid and it's, you know, it's that age-old thing, like I keep saying, obviously, is pick up and play. Doesn't really make a difference, you know? See, it's things like that animation there, when it's kind of, when it goes, great, but you missed the box, and obviously he's kind of ducking his head. It's the small little things like that they kind of put in that make you think, you know, make you appreciate it a lot more. They don't have to go to that much effort. So, level three now. What's your favourite level? Is it level three? This is level three, so this is the jungle gate, the great gate, even. Sugar honey iced tea. Uh, Favourite level? I love that first level as an introduction to the game, but I will always have a soft spot for Hogwild. Because, yeah, it's stupid. I've never been one for racing games or driving or anything like that, but that, at the time, I'd never seen anything like it before. Considering that the console before this, we obviously had, was the Sega Master System, and the only racing game we had at the time was that motorbike one, which I can't remember for the life of me. It wasn't Hang On, it wasn't called Burnout, I can't remember what it was called, but you know the one I mean. I don't remember racing or bike game on Master System, but you said, in your previous statement, you said obviously we had Master System. A lot of folk, which were, that was actually an 8-bit console, whereas a lot of folk actually had Super Nintendos or Mega Drives, which was 16-bit at the time. Mm. So for us to jump from 8-bit all the way up to, I think PlayStation was about 32-bit. 32-bit. Absolutely insane. Mm. Just to go, wait, stuff can look like this. That's exactly it. Although I know... And, it, and, and the music as well, you're going... You're, you, it's not full orchestra, but the music in this compared to, say, an 8-bit MIDI... Oh, yeah, totally. Wow. Okay, Sonic does have the... Sonic obviously has the more memorable things in it. I mean, you instantly know Green Hill Zone when you hear it, and you know... When you hear the chemical palm, you know exactly what it is. But for this, if if you started going do 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 do, I can instantly know that is Crash Bandicoot. That's the original. I, I oh that's fuck that. I still hum music from Crash Bandicoot to this day, absent-mindedly. Yeah. It's a testament to kind of the um, the composition of it. Because it's simple, but yeah, it's enough to get stuck in your head and, you know. As great a soundtrack as, say, Super Mario World has on the SNES. Or even Mario Brothers 3 on the NES has. There's something, I mean, just listen to this in the background here. That's an iconic theme now. 
pretty much, you know. Oh, this is one of my favourite levels. Or boulders. See, this was absolutely mind-boggling at the time because never the because every game previously that you know before this I'd ever played running into the screen. You were running. You were always side scrolling, and this level kind of introduces. Oh, actually, because we're now doing three D or two point five D, two point five D, if you want to get technical. Um, it sort of, it brought a new dimension to it, which was really mind boggling at the time. You go, how how can he run into the camera like that? It's crazy. And even on this level, you can move. You can move. If you wanted to, you could run into the boulder. You can run right. You can run left. You can run down, and you know the eight fluid directions that you can move in. I just love that it just brings to mind the opening scene of Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And even the, the even on this PS One uh, character, you can see the look of panic on Crash's face. Yeah. Teeth gritted whilst he's running out of camera. Yeah, it's it panicked. Like I say, they, it's the little details that they put in that honestly they didn't have to. That they would think that nobody would at all notice. But it's the, you know, even there, where you finish the level without dying, it's going to come up, I missed the box now. But he looks really quite pleased and happy and he yeah. jumps for joy that he's finished it without dying and things like that. Does he not wipe his brow as well? He does indeed wipe his brow because of course he does. The stupid little marsupial with no neck because he hasn't got a neck when you think about it. That's because he's jacked. <laughs> he doesn't need a neck when he's all traps. It's true. It's from all that spinning he does. I mean, even the level variation on this just kind of boggles the mind, you know? You go from the first island, which is effectively all jungles, and you go to... Oh, that went well. Uh, so the level design, like I say, you've got this level here which is upstream and you're literally travelling up, you're running along, jumping on lily pads and, you know, leaves floating on the, along the river. For the longest time, I didn't realise, despite this game being set over an archipelago of a few islands, mm. I didn't realise that each level was actually your transition around the island. I just went, oh, this is the water level, this is the, the yeah. jungle level. But I didn't actually make the connection from the hub screen mm. that as you're working your way around, you're actually physically you're working your way around the island. Yeah. Um, did not clock with me for a very long time. Again, first playing this when five or six years old, maybe ninety-five, ninety-six. Must have been. I would have been six or seven. Yeah. I remember you winning our very original PlayStation from the newspaper, the yeah, local newspaper. The local newspaper held a competition and all you had to do was send in a postcard and I was fortunate enough to have done that and won a PlayStation with Crash Bandicoot, Wipeout 2097, Ridge Racer Revolution, Ooh, I think there was another game with it. What's the other game? I think it comes with six games. Tekken 2. Yeah, for sure, Tekken. Yeah, it was Tekken 2. 
Galaxian? No, that was on the intro of the No, Galaxian 3, do you not remember Galaxian 3? That was the game mini game you played at the start no, of the No, 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 there was a whole game. Oh yeah, the Galaxian 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. No, we didn't. No, it's not as part of that. No, not as part of that. We definitely had Galaxian 3 though. No, part, I'm trying to think what the other game was as part of that initial one. Oh god. Destruction Derby 2? No, it was Formula 1 1996, 97? Yes. It was Formula 1 before they put the year in the title. Yes, Formula 1. That's right. Yeah. That Formula 1 game, that was a lot of fun because, again, when you think that we had come from. 8-bit master, Sega Master System, so we'd effectively even skip to generation effectively. And then suddenly we were thrown into, look at these Formula 1 cars going around the track. And that had, that went from a game with no internal speech or anything like that, to then suddenly be thrust into Formula 1. It had, I want to say it was Murray Walker doing the narration for oh, the yeah. Formula 1 games, yeah. you know? Yeah. Marry Walker, and it's go, go, go! Yeah. Yeah. To go from that into this, it was just absolutely staggering for the technology to be able to go, yeah, do you know what? We're going to put in not just little biffs and boops and ugh. Well, it was Space Age, like the game come on a CD. Exactly. Like, for so long we've been used to cartridges, and all consoles took cartridges at that point. Unless you had a Philips CDI, in which case you're a poor devil. Or, or a Sega CD. Because they were a thing. Only to the super rich that read it. Yeah. See, Papu Papu. First boss fight in this game. He was a tricky bugger back in the day when you yeah. didn't, still didn't know what you were doing, you were getting used to it. He was tricky. This game's got a really nice difficulty curve to it. Because I think we're now playing. This is Rolling Stones, is it not? Uh, yes. This is the, the first level where actually you suddenly go, oh, it's starting to get a little bit more tricky. Now I'm having to really get my hand eye coordination and yes, timing down. So but preceding this, it was quite straightforward. Mm. I remember the first time beating this level, it was. I must have been eight or nine, and I think we were due to go to bed or something like that, and obviously there was no save function, so by the time I beat it, I was absolutely, I was, I didn't, I don't know, I was absolutely ecstatic, and then realised, oh no, you can't save. That was, that is the worst thing about this game, is that <laughs> the only way, well, I thought the only way to save was to beat a tournament level. Yeah. Well, to save it to a memory card or get a password, just yeah. to generate a password. I thought that was the only way to get it saved. So you're like, wait, so I've just beat a really difficult level. Now I need to go backwards to play an older level to redo a tournament to get a save. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even realise you could get the gems, but then arguably the amount of times I died in these games, there's no way I would have got a bloody gem to no, be able to save it frequently. Do you know, ironically, I think actually with this game, when it originally came out, it actually reviewed quite poorly. Yeah, because idiots. I don't know why it reviewed poorly, because I mean, there was a lot of imagination put into this, and obviously, I okay. wanted to know what they were comparing it to. Exactly. Were they criticising it because it was 2.5B, 
rather than true 3D environment. Mm. Were they like potentially um, they comparing us to say Pandemonium, which was a year or two earlier, which was just a side scroller? Oh, freaking Pandemonium! Now deep cuts. Look, that's again. That's a. <laughs> oh, I tried so hard then to not fall down the hole. So this one here, Hog Wild, my favourite level because I love the music on this level. That, and it's just those eyebrows at the start just used to make me laugh when I was so much younger because it's funny as hell because you're like what 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 are you doing crash and then he mounts and then he pig. mounts the damn hog and you're like what the hell problem and is now I might get all the boxes on it so no you've missed well don't worry about getting all the boxes then it's part of fun I think well, this was actually the very first level I actually ever got a clear gem on the thing even now looking at this, this is going bloody quick. Oh yeah, totally. Just say it brings in a whole new gameplay feel. You go from your standard platforming, taking your time, to suddenly be kind of you're going freaking quick, riding a hog. You're jumping over these obstacles. You jump. You're trying to avoid. The, um, the spikes, the log spikes. Oh, that should have gone right there. That's the thing, you can memorise the pattern as well. Um, I love Crash Bandicoot. I love it so much. Arguably more than Sonic. Inside, outside, goes. As much as I love Sonic, he hasn't done anything good in the last. Yeah, but then arguably if you were like, shall we play Crash Bandicoot or I have a working ROM because let's face it, you can't really play a master system nowadays on TVs because they just don't output visually. Yeah. Or do you want to play Sonic Chaos? I'd be like, oh, I want to play Sonic Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do it as well, but again, it's you've got to get a working ROM. Yeah. And then to the right speeds, and now I want it to UK speeds. So I wouldn't want it to NTSC speeds. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it needs to be. It needs to be right, but say we've still got that console, we've still got the game Sonic and Chaos. Yeah, so yeah. there's no harm in emulating it. It's just that if we plug that console into a modern TV, it would now probably. Have you ever just wouldn't plugged in an original NES into a HD TV? No, I. The, the oldest console I've plugged into a modern TV is an N64 into a. 1080p TV, and it it barely detected it because me having many stupid friends, not so much anymore. But I had a friend who solely bought an NES for the Power Glove because of the memes. Because I love the Power Glove; it's so bad. He bought one solely for the Power Glove. Try and play Mario with him. And he output that on a what was then, a, I suppose it would have been 720p back then. But either way, it's still high def, high def TV. Um, my god, it looked awful. Honestly, it looked awful. Because I wouldn't mind, and I don't know the possibility of this, I know we're drifting a bit on Crash Bandicoot, wherever I plug the old console in and the TV 
just displayed in a tiny square in the middle in its original pixel. I, I wouldn't mind if it did that rather than trying to display it to the full monitor size, but it just does that. That's the thing, because when we tried the NES with the power glove, it stretched to fit the 16 by 9 ratio and it looked good. Awful. Yeah, that's the thing. So I was thinking just down to the number of pixels, but actually, even the um, form factor now, where um, we're all on widescreen monitors, different sizes compared to way back home when everything was more four by three, wasn't it? Four by three. You know, sixteen by nine was for those who, you know, effectively making movies and making movies. You know, they filmed it all in 16 by 9 and obviously you have the infamous, I don't know if you're aware of this, but obviously pan and scan kind of, uh, you know, it will only show you a certain amount of the screen, whereas if you had, if you were lucky enough to have a widescreen television back, back then, obviously you'd see more of the picture. If you're four by three, you you know you've got the lovely pan and scan. Because to hell with pan and scan, frankly. I want to see it as how kind of it was intentions. So even these bonus levels, I've never seen these before. All right, Sonic had. Bonus levels of Sonic Chaos were tough. They were they were in Sonic Hedgehog Chaos, yeah. Even in on the Mega Drive ones. Um, well, we know about that. Yeah. Well, if you look at... I mean, I'm, I have the Mega Drive collection on the PlayStation 4 because retro games, isn't it? Uh, it's got Sonic 2 on it, I think. And some of the bonus levels on that are absolutely mental. One of them is obviously a pinball level where you know you have to rotate the screen. You don't really have a lot of manoeuvrability about the stupid little hedgehog. And then if you look at Sonic Three, that they sort of introduced the more um, 3D. Sorry, I'm just going to say, is this the level where you can go over the back? Yeah. Didn't know you could do that. Look at all that bullshit you're skipping. Yeah. It's only because of the insane trilogy that we know this. Those sneaky bastards. Yeah. Although arguably Mario, if you don't know what you're looking for, then you won't find it. It's for the longest time. Like the one I had on the Game Boy Advance, that being that a, port, Mario World, a yeah. port of Mario World for the uh, SNES. I didn't know you could warp. You could get warp tunnels or you could get warp levels and, you know... Again, I'm quite fortunate. I have a friend who, unlike the majority of the UK at the time, who had Sega consoles, he was brought up with Nintendo consoles. 
so he knew all of our um, he knew all of the hidden tips and tricks and table and secrets. That is a question for you, the listener, or listeners plural, depending if there's more than one of you out there. It definitely is. I've seen the analytics. Depending on the region you were in, so us in the southeast of Britain, Britain. Sega seemed to be the console everyone had at, at the time, like one of the Sega's. Curious to know whether based on other geographic areas you're all in, all two of you, um, <laughs> was it Nintendo or Sega? Who, who, were, who, who were your loyalties to in the console wars? One. One? Yeah. Would you refer to World War One, World War Two? Is it console wars one? No. No? No, just in general. Okay. I don't know, I think it was purely because I think people had the allegiance to sort of Sega because generally the consoles were cheaper than Nintendo consoles. I don't know, as a child I had no concept of money. Oh god, no. no. As an adult I have even less concept of money. <laughs> I just wait for the bank goes, you've got no money, and I go, okay, no worries, pal. <laughs> Thanks for the advance warning, bro. I'll try again next month. <laughs> but I, know, I know at least two or three of the followers of the podcast, obviously, they... Um, obviously. I know. Yes, I like saying obviously shut in for the show. One of them will definitely have said that he grew up with the Mega Drive. And I believe another one, I don't think he was particularly a console gamer. I believe he was more of a... PC Master Race? No, more of a Commodore... Ooh, more of a Commodore Amiga sort of guy. Interesting. Like, even now, the, as far as you've got, I don't even ever achieve that as children. Certainly, never, not, certainly not in one scene, for I, sure. I, I would say not without using the four triangle chief master <laughs> to unlock every level. Uh, as the only way I ever got the chance to play later levels, not that I ever finished the bloody things. I don't know, like I say, I remember getting two. Definitely remember getting to the third island. Definitely remember getting to the third island. Probably got stuck on the same level that everybody else gets stuck on. I'll give you three guesses what one it is. In the dark. No. Was that... Did I get the name right? Is it in the dark? What's it called? You're not thinking of in the dark, but... But that's what the level's called, isn't it? So one. I'm thinking... Well, no, you're thinking... The level that, um, I always got stuck on... Is that... Is, um, uh, the bridge over River Kwai? No, I managed to do that one. Oh, fucking Death Climb. That's the one, the Slippery Climb. Which, again, I never did on this console. I only managed to do it on the Insane Trilogy. Ripper is easy. He is, he's just trying to remember his pattern. Just don't be where he is. Yeah, I know, but again, it's... I think the best... All the devices in this are quite cool, but Koala Kong just makes me laugh, flexing between frames. Oh yeah, Koala, Koala Kong is hilarious and, uh, for the wrong reasons. Pinstripe... Uh, oh, Pinstripe for true, yeah, he's great. Tommy Gun. Oh, how? Oh. Oh. 
Damn. I think I just glitched in there for the um, boxes. Yes, you did. So this level always spawns you in with two accurate because of course it does. Because it knows it's bloody tricky. Because you've got to time it just right to hit the box to get the box moving as well. Yeah, I even like the colours of this, like this level. Sunset time, you've got sort of purple hues and everything. Yeah. A little bit darker. Hmm, yeah, it's good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. However, every level has a different sort of theme. That's they, they have a running theme throughout, but each level is visually different. Yeah. Ooh! You jammy, don't jammy. Literally, maybe three buttons in this as well, so it's not like. That's uh, too many. It's, a, it's, it's oh. not like it's even over complicated. If it, for us, it was perfect because we'd come from. Two buttons. Essentially, two buttons on the master system. To then come. Oh, I missed that jump. To come into 3D and then be faced with a whole array of. You know, triangle circles, axis squares, you've got shoulder buttons. At the time we wouldn't have had analog sticks when this was released. That was didn't come along too much later. But even we're, this we're OG PlayStation people here. None of these fucking <laughs> people talking about the PlayStation and yeah, their consoles had sticks. Damn straight. We had to buy pads with sticks. We were we were we weren't born into the sticks. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. We, you, we merely adopted it. We, we didn't get them until we were ready. And to this day, even on the Insane Trilogy, I will still play Crash Bandicoot not using the sticks. I will always use the D-pad. Because I am a glut for punishment. And even now as I'm playing this on the PS3, directional buttons. Because that's what I'm used to. Now... I find that the less buttons the game has, the more I struggle with it. If the game only has two buttons, then there's not a hope in hell for me with it. Because it's so simple, it's difficult. That's fair. Go, go, go! Nice move, quicker. Crash! Yeah! Did it! He actually did a Brio level. Oh, that was difficult. I think you get a key for them. Do you get a key? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, you get a pat on the back. Yeah. That was difficult. So remember I said earlier I've never done an embryo level. <laughs> He's just... I've just done it. I've made history for myself. He's now perspiring madly. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm pushing my luck there. I know. <laughs> Uh, I love it. <laughs> I think there was a time where I wouldn't play Crash Bandicoot because it would get too angry. Too difficult. Well, you think we were barred from playing from playing Tekken for a little while? Yeah, but that's because I like martial arts. <laughs> we tried to copy the move, but even then, kind of, you know. What do you mean, try? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> successfully copy the moves on me, but. Yeah, I can throw fireballs. Oh, that, wasn't, that, wasn't, that, wasn't, that was Street Fighter. Yeah, that was an attack. 
We've got 54 lives though, that's not bad. What do you think? This recording now has been going on for 45 minutes. Oh. Already I'm on the second island. 55 lives. Bum, 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 bum. And then we've got this bar in not seven fucking years. <laughs> no, probably not. I've certainly never been this far. Maybe not. Look, on Insane Trilogy, I've Bar two coloured gems, which fuck them fucking stupid fuck. Um, I've finished the game, you know, I've had the fake ending. Um, but this game, playing it by myself, because I have this on PSP as well. Because you play PlayStation 1 Classics on PSP. And I still have a PSP. So playing this in airports and various places, um, I don't think I've ever really made it past Papu Papu, because again, I may have accidentally beat later levels. Potentially, I may have beat the level after it, but I wouldn't have been able to fucking save it. No. That is the game's pretty much only downfall, I think. Which they kind of rectified for later iterations, obviously. Hubs and saving when you like and stuff. I was going to say, I don't even think there was proper memory card support at the time, was there? Well, I guess there was. Yeah. There's no, a lot of the early PlayStation games. Well, let's face it, they didn't patch it in. <laughs> so the fact that you can save it to a memory card means it come with memory card support. Hmm. Well, a lot of the early PlayStation games, a lot of people forget, yeah, still did passwords and they didn't. Oh, God, I forgot about that picture camera angle. That's a thing they changed for the insane trilogy. They changed on this level, so we're playing Temple Ruins. Yeah, they, they got rid of the good music. Yeah, they got rid of the good music for a start. But also, you probably, you may not necessarily know the bit I'm on about, but where you have to kind of jump forward, you have to jump through spikes, and there's obviously moving uh, totem poles. Yeah, you're jumping forward, so if you're looking at the screen, instead of Crash running towards you, he's running in... The opposite direction. It's really difficult because the camera is too, yeah, close, high or low or something. But I think Insane Trilogy. I think they pulled the camera back a little bit, so it's a little bit easier. Well, I think they did. I, I think the camera is a bit me. higher. Probably knowing so you can me, see the knowing me, I probably wouldn't be able to do it anyway. It's a wonder I even did that game. Okay. Crash one on the insane trilogy. It's a wonder it was even because you know, of all the tweaks and stuff they've done with it. Because obviously with this, you can kind of glitch it in places. You can do things with it that you're not supposed to do, like running up the side of the bridge in the roads in nowhere. That's the only way to beat the level, isn't it? Arguably, yes. Uh, well, let's face it, I never got off the first island, so I never had a legit chance of doing no doing that, because I'd have to use the four triangle cheat to unlock the levels to try them, and I must have tried that and went, no, fuck that. Or no. whatever the child equivalent was again. No. no, can't do that. No, poopy nuggets. I think I would have said, no, that's difficult, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to place a resin. I'm going to place a croc. 
No, didn't play. Pandemonium. I don't think I ever actually played Clock. I know you had that beat it and everything, but I don't think I ever actually tried it. You never played Croc? I don't think I ever tried it. I don't remember. I have no recollection of how it controls at all. Whereas really? if you said, how does Pandemonium control, I could, I can visualise that, but I can't visualise how Croc controls, so I don't think I actually played it. Croc was a weird one because it was tank controls and it was a platformer, and I don't really do... I, I like tank controls because Resident Evil. Oh yeah, I like them in that. It's an agile. It's a wild to adjust to. But for a platformer, I'm not sure whether that episode would have gone out by now. Maybe it would have done. But Blood Omen Two on the PS2, tank controls. No thank you because they were stiff as hell. I. I managed that alright, didn't I? You did, but again, that's because you're used to... Controls. Resident Evil. No, you, you play yeah. classic Resident Evil. So you're now, you're now for platforming in um, Resident Evil, No, but it's still tank controls and some arguably... They're not very strong in the earlier games. You yeah. think of the first... The very first one. Oh, the main How are you so good at this? You're literally terrible at video games. It's Crash Bandicoot. I spent a lot of time playing Crash Bandicoot. Remember when you were at work? But I, I fondly remember being at work at all hours. But you remember time. that? Remember when I wasn't working? Yeah, I played a lot of Crash Bandicoot. Was that when you were playing? I was either playing, it would have been Crash Bandicoot, PS3 games that I hadn't caught up with because I had a PS3 at the time. And again, why hadn't you played some of the PS3 games? I've suggested to you over the years. You never played Uncharted on PS3. No, I didn't. And I'm, I've got the HD collection because, thanks Sony, for the play at home. But, but, but again, it's like, how did you never play Uncharted at the time? Of I don't know, because... Especially as it was fucking Naughty Dog. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I love Naughty Dog. But... Uh, I don't know. Thank it you was... You know, I spent a lot of time playing Crash Bandicoot, even the original Spyro the Dragon that I spent a little bit of time playing. I still don't really like it, which is a controversial I, I opinion. Don't, I don't know how you don't like that. Like, I never played the original Spyro. The first Spyro game I played was Spyro 2 Gateway to Glimmer. Because this is the UK, this is not Ripto's Rage. Yeah. This is Gateway to Glimmer. Um, hmm. was the first one I actually played. I think, I think we had that on Platinum title uh, label. You definitely had it, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, again, with that one, I don't think I ever made it past the first few levels on it. To me, Spyro was always messy. And it still is, to an extent. What do you mean by messy? So when you pick up the gems, it comes up with the ones and twos and ones and threes yeah. and fives, given the denomination of... Just too much happening the, on the screen. It's, yeah, it was too much happening. It was a little bit... I don't know, it always came across as a bit messy and a bit untidy, you know. I, I like my collectathons neat. <laughs> which is ironic, given the kind of stuff I like. Sorry, viewers, I'm laughing because he says he likes his Clangapon's knee. I've seen his physical collection. <laughs> Bloody hell. No, but this is neat and tidy, so you you drag down the lives and the apple. Sorry, not apples. Wumpa fruit. Wumpa fruit when you want to look at it and, you know, your torna lives 
and your embryos and it seems to be arranged in such a way that it, it seems clean. Again, a far cry from my actual physical collection and such. Yeah, your five think your, I've shown your, your filing system there is um which I think I've actually showed once on the stream. See, I don't know how you just don't like spiral. I might make, have to make use of nanopaper ignitrogy a bit to just to see whether you get on with it more with it. No, spiral is one of those. I don't know why it just didn't click. Like I say, I always thought it seemed messy. And is it, is like it because it. you had your fill of anthropomorphic mascots? You'd had Crash Bandicoot. You'd had Sonic the Hedgehog. You had Croc the Crocodile. Imaginative name there. Yes, Croc. Is it because you just literally hit your limit of anthropomorphic mascot cat? Because at that point what? you're like, no, Spyro, can't have any more. <laughs> Five animals is enough. For well, me. thinking about it, even even Jersey Devil. Ah, uh, is it because you didn't like Spyro? He's like, wait, he's purple. <laughs> Jersey Devil's could purple. Have, it could have been a psychosomatic thing where I thought, yes, Jersey Devil, I have such bad memories of it. But obviously I have recently revisited that in a video game episode and actually it's not that bad. It, it's okay. I kind of want to try that because I remember trying that a few times because I remember watching you playing that. Um, so for a history in our house, when, when it was PlayStation time as it were, few hours in the evenings or at the weekends and that, you know, it'd be on the big TV in the living room, it wasn't like we had TVs in the, or games consoles in the bedrooms, that way, you know, it's reducing your time in front of it, and in hindsight, I think that's, that was a good decision to do, so that yeah. you'd have to ask when they use the games console. Can I play on the PlayStation, please? Yeah. Can I play the Master So then, when, when you were playing... Jersey Devil, I'm like, why the fuck are you dying? Why can't you do this? Well, why? This is a child I didn't have something interesting on Calvary, but it's like, how do you keep dying? Why don't you know where you're going? And then trying to like, right, I now understand. Yeah, I do not want to play that. <laughs> Jersey Devil's one of those really great. I probably covered a lot of this in the episode, which I know obviously was before you kind of joined me on this adventure. I hated every moment of playing it, even though I played very little, it's like, kept wanting to go back and play it some more. Well, yeah. Why? Like I say, I've probably covered all this in the episode, like I say, before you joined. Died. It's one of those games which actually really benefited from that additional six months, 12 months, whatever it had before it came out in the US, so they effectively got the best possible version. Because fuck me, that English, European version, fucking hard as nails. Because everything is dark and dingy, it's not obvious what you're meant to do or where you're supposed to go. But if you go back and listen to, I believe it's episode three of this lovely podcast. And it was the very first game you reviewed. It was indeed. I believe it was episode three. You'll hear my thoughts about the anti-SA version and Narf. about how good it is. Narf. Narf! Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you'll hear about how, how much I actually thought it was okay. Sunset Vista. I think you're going to finish this in one scene. 
Not like No, you're going to get to the slippery slope. I'm going to get to the slippery slope, I'm going to get increased the action stages. Yeah, and then I'll try it once and not make it off the first ledge, and then we'll turn it off. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll go, fuck this game. <laughs> fuck you, Cash Banuka. Can't do it. Difficult. I need a gun. Slippery climb is stupid on this game. Even when I lived out in Essex, and after, not long after the insane trip she came out. Essex. Essex. <laughs> I went back and revisited this because I thought I've got a bit cocky. I can do this on the insane trilogy. Let's go back and do it on the on the original. Still can't do it. Been perpetually stuck on that level now for about twenty years. That's all right. I'm still on my first playthrough of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Jesus. The, the, the original Final Fantasy VII for oh, Jesus. I don't think I'm ever going to beat the first disc. Yes, that's right. <laughs> on my first playthrough, I've still yet to finish the first flaming disc. Well, I'm working through it at the moment, and... What, classic? Uh, classic Final Fantasy VII. I think I'm still on the first disc. I'm, uh, I'm incredibly lost. I do want to go back to it, it's just... That was always my issue with that. So even when I then get to a point of going, like, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to have to read a strategy guide here. I, I, I kind of need a little bit of direction. And it annoyed me when the game's like, head to such and such a town, I'm like, where is where it? Where the fuck is it? Where is it? Nothing's labelled. And then you go and watch, and then the advent of YouTube comes along, I'm like, right, I can now watch on YouTube. I'm like, but they're doing everything in a different sequence to me because I've done it on about face. Now I don't know where or what to do because it's so disjointed. So you're not watching like 12 hours of YouTube footage. I'm still none the wiser of where I'm meant to go or what I'm meant to do. Arguably, this is a controversial statement I'm going to get shit for. Yeah. Brace yourself. Arguably, Final Fantasy VI is the best one. Is that the one with the little characters? The one that was on the SNES, it was the first one that came out in the Americas. What's the one that you had the little figurines of? One of the guys that like a lion with a tail, and the other guy had like a hat. Oh god, he um, wore like a blue jacket. Final Fantasy IX. Final um, Fantasy VI was the one on the SNES that had Magitek armor, and I believe the main character was called Terra. I don't think I've ever played or seen that. Oh, Final Fantasy VI is fantastic. It's really nice, really nice construction of game. Oh, it even has it even has the really annoying, irritating overworld, like Final Fantasy VII does. But it's a lot nicer because it just feels a lot more more obvious where you've got to go and what you've got to do. I don't mind wandering around. But I kind of need a little bit of guidance. Yeah. Well, if I'd labelled all the towns or cities or something on the map, then that might yeah. help me, and that, that would have just been enough guidance for me. Yeah. Um, but I'll get around to six after I've done seven. Then six is definitely the best one for sure. Give me another twenty years, I'm sure. I'll have it. <laughs> so that was the one that came out in the Americas and was called Final Fantasy. <laughs> Really, I want to say. Yes, it was, yeah. Because numbers are a thing. Numbers are linear. Numbers aren't linear, I should say. 
not as bad as, say, Japan has it with Crash Bandicoot, because God help them when this new one comes out at the time of the recording, um, where it's called Crash Bandicoot 4 over here, technically, in Japan, their Crash Bandicoot number 4 was the Rough Cortex. And why are they going to call Crash Bandicoot 4 on the PS5? I have no idea. So, that will be interesting to find out. The other thing I really like about Crash Bandicoot is the death animation. So like sometimes you get a black screen with a silly little death animation. Other times you get an in-game death animation. Mm. Like, just where, like, was it one of them where he gets squashed and he just gets his sneakers fall down and he's two of his eyes or something? Ah, I have interesting trivia. I have interesting no tweets about that. Okay. Do you know that's not in the Japanese version of the game? Why not? Because at the time of release, there was actually a serial killer in Japan. What, leaving sneakers and eyes? Leaving their uh, crime scenes looking very similar to that. What? What do you mean like that? I can't remember exactly what it is, but due to some form of uh, mass murder in Japan, they took out the animation because they thought it was, oh, it's a bit too close to home. Interesting. So they took it out. So if you play that game over there and you expect that animation, it's not in it. And that's the one with the sneakers and the eyes. Yeah. Fragment in consider revising. Citation needed. Did this come out in the US first, then EU, then Japan? What was the release sequence in regions? Because that was back in the day before simultaneous release. I want to say it was probably America first, and then Japan probably got it later. Because it's Naughty Dog, which is an American studio, right? And then for pity's sake. And then what, the EU got it at the same time as Japan, or...? I would imagine, yeah, Europe probably would have got it not long after America. And then I believe Japan would have got it, because they even... I don't know if you're aware of this, but box art as well, they... They softened his look. What do you mean they softened it? He looks aggressive. No, but they made him look a lot more cartoony. Okay, yeah. And a lot more... Anime. Anime, effectively. I didn't want to say that, but effectively that's what There's they like, did. Is anime an offensive term? No, but I don't really think that was kind of the look they were going for. But they... The only way to describe it, like I say, is they soften the image a bit like... Kind of like the... Think about... Uh, Dino Crisis. Regina. Yes, Crisis, that's right. exactly it. Where they softened the look for Japan, yeah. but they made it look harder in, say... Yeah. Not harder. They made it look a little bit more aggressive in the American ones. I, I prefer the more aggressive look, but then again with that, I'm not confused why... On some of the releases, she looks more European, and other releases, she looks more Asian. Whereas I think the Asian look was much better for Regina's character. Yeah, but again, that's that's a, a whole thing. Yeah, I'm like, of all the things to regionalise, why are you worrying about that? Just leave her as an Asian character. Yeah, well, that's like I say, that's a whole a whole another thing, isn't it? Entirely. <laughs> Fuck say, fucking titty bollocky wanky ass. Oh dear, this is why I stopped playing it. Yeah, he's now getting to that point, listeners, where he's starting to lose his temper because he's mistiming jumps. It's irritating me because I have to watch it. Did you train Croc in? Because I must have done. Because I don't think I've got that. So for the listeners, I um, 
when we all moved our separate ways, when we moved out from parents and such, when the time was right, I kept hold of all of our co-owned PlayStation 1 titles and a few of the PS2 titles, but we didn't, I think most of those were traded in, but we didn't really have any. 99% of them, yeah, yeah they but got traded in. Of all the PlayStation 1 games, we kept more of those, and I've kept possession of them whilst my brothers moved around a lot more. That's because I like travelling. Not really. Well, no, I like travelling. <laughs> I like moving to far-flung areas of the UK, let's get it right. <laughs> I've kept hold of them and I've got them safely displayed. Well, yeah, you've got my copy of Silent Hill 2, I want to say. Oh, and PS2, yeah, of the few PS2 games we've got kicking around, I think mm. one of the few that you've left in my possession is Silent Hill 2 and... Jump? There's a mask on there. There is. I can't see that. Yeah. Is Silent Hill 2? What else did you potentially I think God of War is yours, isn't it? God of War is mine, yeah. But, yeah, with that, I seem to really like that. Then I bought the second one and finished that. Yeah. Then I bought the PSP versions and finished those. And then I bought the PS3 one, which I don't think you've yet finished. I haven't even booted it yet, I'm going to be honest. The PS3 one is stupidly amazing, God of War 3, where Kratos finally sorts out Zeus. No, um, I've started the third one, it's the newest one I haven't. Uh, yeah, but I'm kind of, I think, and hopefully the listeners will agree, because they would have played it, um, that it's worth you finishing free for, for the Zeus storyline. Therefore, you'll get any references that may or may not come up to Kratos' past in the oh, new world. You... You've just fallen off there. It's all part of the plan. Okay. I don't think... You know, I think you must have traded in Ratchet and Clank and everything. I don't have any of those. Ratchet and Clank? I might well have done oh, to I, get the second one. So, for a comparison, I think I've got, like, about 15 PS1 games, because we kept all the best ones. In terms of PS2 games, I think I've only got six or seven. I don't think we kept too many of them because we're idiots. I think PS2 games, probably what happened was that you obviously wanted the PS3, which I believe you bought at launch, or a month after launch, six months oh, after oh, launch. It was in the first six months because, top tip, one. never buy the initial one they release because console people always bring out revisions. Now, I don't mean that they brought out the sim- slim one. I mean that the original launch console would have been model 001. Then a couple months later, they would have fixed a couple little bugs and that would have been model 002, even though it'd still be called a launch model and look exactly the same. The, there's always subtle little change, so I always wait a few months and get a slightly later model where they wind out some of the kinks. Mm. Because um, I don't trust people. <laughs> but I think what would have happened was that probably you probably took in a load of your PS2 games. I don't know if I did. I think I just got that terrible habit of trading in games because it seemed like a good idea, which it fucking isn't. Which I'm, is why I've kept all of my PS3 games. Yeah. Like, never trade them in. I want to keep all of my PS4 games. I'll never trade them in. Even if I've no space, I will rent a storage locker. And I'll keep stuff because I don't mind hoarding good stuff. But arguably, that's what could have happened because I remember, fuck's sake, <laughs> I remember <laughs> buying an Xbox 360 outright 
because I jumped ship for that generation because yeah, of course right, I did, which right. was... I, I don't regret it at all, to right, be fair, right. because I had I had a lot of fun with that Xbox. Yeah, well, like, the Xbox had fun games and the games were cheap, but I kind of feel that their quality was less. In terms of, they had a lot more games, but there were a lot more first-person Call of Duty shooter clones and shitty cover shooters. They didn't have quite as much. They didn't have. They certainly didn't much have variety or no. qual- sort of quality variety. They could have variety, but it'd be shit variety. Yeah, that wouldn't be I'm, of a higher quality. I am with you on that. I only remember maybe like you didn't have an Uncharted style game. I maybe remember three or four proper um, outright amazing yeah. Xbox 360 games. Right. Gears one. Gears was okay. I quite like Gears. I obviously did all four of them, however long they're Oh, fuck. Everybody raved about Gears. Yeah, I... Everybody raved about... What was Halo. It no, I don't care about don't Halo. Don't like Halo. It was, um... Like was Halo. it Smackdown, Crackdown? Oh, Crackdown, yeah. I loved Crackdown. Crackdown was great. First yeah. one... Yeah. Amazing. Second one... Did not care for it. Is the second one the one with Terry Crews? Uh, maybe. Was that the third one? That may have been the third one. Uh, but then also, uh, what was the other game everybody liked? It was Dead Rising, I think. Dead Rising before it got multi-format. Yes. Because that was originally an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, but I'm just thinking from standout Xbox games. I can't that. Fable, Fable, Fable Two was amazing. Fable Three was a like was a pile of Forza. I think was the one everyone else was always dribbling about. Forza was okay, but again, you kind of had to like. Then what else was there on Xbox? He says that because he's walking away. Because we're keeping it loosey goosey in this session. Uh, need another drink. Oh, it's warm. Fuck. Left 4 Dead was good. Oh, but yeah. that wasn't exclusive. That was a PC thing. Have I been, like, sniffing blue again? Or have I heard that Left 4 Dead 3 is happening? It was happening, but Valve, Valve can't count to three, so it's not. Can Can Valve not just sell it to someone else to make? Well, it's Valve. They won't, because Valve and it... Who's made a clone of that that we can just play? What, Left 4 Dead? Yes. Well, I don't know. Who's just made a similar game to it? And again, why was Resident Evil online not just Left 4 Dead? <sighs> that would have been great. Such a missed opportunity, right? Yeah. Repeatedly. Repeatedly, Capcom. <laughs> You're not bitter about that at all, are you? No, not at all. I can't think of anything else that Xbox had. So they had Dead Rising, Left 4 Dead, which was pretty damn good. But again, it was kind of a... That was a real Marmite game. People absolutely loved it. I mean, I did. Like, but then people absolutely hated it. Alan Wake was awesome. Do you remember? Did you ever play Alan Wake? Yeah, on the few occasions... I think it was one Sunday, because I'm good at games, when you were like, you should play Alan Wake. And I went, alright, and I was sat and I finished it in one day, didn't I? Probably. That sounds like the sort of thing that you would do. Yes, because I'm good at games and also I just don't mind sitting for six hours at a time. Yeah, there 
was Alan Wake, there was that, there was Gears of War, and there was... So, the fact that you're struggling tells me that there wasn't a lot on the Xbox, quality-wise. Not really, no. Tell you what was good, though. And all the best games were multi-format. Assassin's Creed was good back in the day, and that was multi-format. Well, it was. Assassin's Creed 2 was good. I'll tell you what was good that you probably never played or even heard of. Was from software. I've heard of them. They did a ninja game called Ninja Blade, and that was freaking amazing. Just, just to call, call you out, I have actually played oh, that. Oh, you've played that one? Yeah. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Not only heard of it, played it. But I remember playing that and that being absolutely freaking awesome. And for a From Software game, that's probably the only From Software game I've ever actually completed. <laughs> Given that, you know... They don't like people. They don't like people playing their games because you either get good or you don't play it. Right, so everyone was mad on Halo, that's the problem. Yeah, but... I wasn't really into... The only Halo game I liked was the one we did that weekend. ODST. ODST. That is arguably, for me, the best Halo game because it wasn't Master Chief. We played that on co-op and finished that over a weekend. And it took a weekend because... I wasn't used to Xbox controller like now. <laughs> well, no, it's because I wasn't used to the Xbox controller. It's like press X, and I'm like, oh fuck, where's X? Which one's the X button? It's A. I think. I think what's A? I think you ended up just telling me the equivalent PlayStation. Do you know? I think I probably do. When it's like X, and you just went, yeah, triangle. Mass Effect. <laughs> Fucking Mass Effect. There you go. I knew I'd think another one. That was originally Xbox exclusive. For this, technically, it was mobile format. Yeah, but it was originally an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, you didn't get the first one for donkey's years. Oh, no. no. I've never played Mass Effect, to be honest. Um, it's, it's one of one those where you need to invest a lot of time. It hasn't aged well. By the time I got to playing it, it didn't. It hadn't aged well as, as well as it should have done. Like the best but one is the second one, isn't it? Is what I'm told. Yeah, yeah, because the third one's part of the plot. Yeah, that's what I heard. And I heard it now, it's stupid. Like, sleep with this character and they'll die. I'm like, what sort of fucking moral message is that? Well, there you go. Third island now, it's going to finish this. I'm not. I'm so not. I'm going to get to a point and I'm going to just crash. Yeah. Puns. Oh, God, I didn't realise it was a pun. But either way, I still can't think of... You're probably right. Probably a lot of the best games were multi-format games for that generation, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, because like first player titles, I'm like thinking of PlayStation. I'm like, right, I'm trying trilogy for definite. Heavy Rain. Um, heavy Rain. Heavy Rain's amazing. Yeah. I was very late to that, and I really enjoyed that. Jason! Press X to Jason. Jason! Press X to Jason. <laughs> um, the Last of Us in the PS3. Yeah, The Last of that Us. That was technically a PS3 game. I mean, I didn't get to discover that beauty until PS4. Yeah. Um, because you were shocked that I've never played it. Yeah. Which is fair. Because yeah. I can't believe I've never played it either. Yeah, that's, right. that's the only and video again, game. And again, Naughty Dog. Yeah. <laughs> that That is the only game that has ever fucking made it. I'm not ashamed to say, that game, the opening first 10, 15 minutes, 
made me sob my eyes out. I was in buckets of tears, honestly, playing that game because it just hits so hard. The first time you play it, it probably still does now. I want to go back and play it again. But Last of Us 2 first. Yeah, you've got to finish that. I'm like, totally going to finish like, At the time of recording, that game's been out two weeks and I've beat it twice. Very good game. I've been working. Sorry. Killzone 2 was alright. It was on the PS3. Yeah, it was. Killzone 2 was. Wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was on the PS2. You're thinking Killzone 3. No, Killzone 2 was on the PS3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I promise you. Because oh. I was heavily into it. Because that was the one where they introduced... It's really weird for a first-person game. They introduced the... Um, Nazis. No, first-person video game with a cover system. Yeah, Gears of War has a lot of hard support. It really does. Fucking Gears. Those souped-up butch men. Which is fine. Even Gears of War wasn't that good. I remember the first... To be fair, I do remember the first time playing Gears of War. I was absolutely amazed by it. And I think that was purely because... That gun's got a chainsaw on it, innit? Look at all that blood spray on that big muscly man and alien. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, and I did have a bit of a chainsaw thing after watching Evil Dead for the first time. Evil Dead 2, anyway. I, I tell you How what, I was. I tell you what, we've both just brain fired and overlooked in terms of PS3 exclusive. Go on. Fucking Ratchet and Clank. Ooh. But it's insomnia. There are so many companies. How have we now. both sat here? It's now, it wasn't at the time. But how have we both sat here and not gone? God, yeah. Given that about six hours ago when you come over, I was playing matching playing for the PS4. And I tell you the other one we've overlooked. What? Little Big Planet. Start a whole fucking revolution. Little Big Planet. Of course. Media Molecule. Alright. Little Sack Boy. Little sack of boy. Of course, how could I have forgot? Yeah, little planet. Yeah, and again, as I said earlier, God of War 3. God of War. Punching Zeus. So, how long have you been playing Crash Bandicoot now? Hour four. And you're halfway through the final line. Yeah. Ridiculous, I know. I told you I played a lot of Crash Bandicoot when I was on the job. I couldn't do it. Arguably, if you had to put on Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah, I did start to do those. I, well. I would totally just be able to boss that from memory all four campaigns. Because of where I was at that moment in time. It's ingrained in your psyche. It's pretty much ingrained in my. insane in the brain. Insane in the brain. But also, yeah, the bright colours even cheer me up. Pretty colours. I'm yet to find anybody that acknowledges the existence of space gun. Well, that's because they all have mega drives. I'm yet to find anyone that believes in the existence of it, which is I find very odd. But it's on the internet. It's the Wikipedia page. I know, but still, even then, they 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 claim their existence. Of all that is the worst thing about all these modern TVs and that. 
Okay. But I can't use old white gun zappers with the new technology. So if I was to find a Mega Drive, and I could probably find a Mega Drive, not Mega Drive, if I was to play a Master System and I could get hold of a Master System zapping off eBay for a hundred quid or something stupid. I don't think they'd be that much, but yeah. Whatever. I still wouldn't be able to play it because the technology is incompatible with HD screens. I would have to find and buy an old CRT from somewhere to be able to play it. Same with like the original um, House of the Dead or Time Crisis. If I had a gun con or yeah. a PlayStation Blast or whatever, because I've got PlayStation 2 that works, I've got a TV that works, I've got games, I've probably. Um, so the gun wouldn't work on modern TV because it was designed to reflect off glass. Yeah, well then it doesn't work with these fucking monitors, so I'd have to buy a CRT. But so it's funny you mention that because I think there is a Kickstarter to, to make them work. To make them work. To make a light gun specifically that will work on HDTV. But what good is that if I can't play all my old games? True. If they can make a light gun work with it, I'd be like, great. But now I want to be able to play Time Crisis. I want to be able to play the original House <clears> of the Deads. Vampire Night. Remember Vampire Night? Fucking Vampire Nobody ever believes me about Vampire Night either. Again, I wish we hadn't traded games in. Vampire Night was great. I only remember Vampire Night because my word did it have some of the most awful voice acting known to man. Yeah. No. <laughs> Didn't it? <Yeah. laughs> they either sounded bored, um, uninterested, or just... Or both. Or just both. I think House of the Dead 2 was pretty much on par with that, actually. Oh, well, that, that was probably movie acting, that was, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I remember claiming, G, where are you? <laughs> where are you, G? <laughs> The final boss in the Goldman. It's the final battle. <laughs> Goldman. Suffer like G did? That's not. Why are you inflecting like it's a question, mm-hmm. evil bad guy, when it's not a question? Uh, it's a statement. Yeah. Same way people like their FMV games. Slippery climb. Is that why you're encouraging the save off chance? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise it got this far. It makes it be a freaking game. I can't help that. Crash Bandicoot's my jam. Thanks so much for listening to this very special episode, which in no way is to do with the fact that Crash Bandicoot 4 has come out the week of recording and week of release. I promise it's nothing to do with that. If you want to get in touch, find us on Twitter as at anyone podcast. Have a look on Facebook. Just search for anyone for seconds podcast. You will find us. Longer considerations and thoughts can be sent via email to anyone for seconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, give a rating and a review on your favourite podcast platform of choice as it helps us grow the podcast. Thanks again. Stay safe. You got this.